Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino. We will talk some NHL series prices, what Andy McNeil would look, uh, how the numbers would look to him anyway, coming up in about five minutes. So NHL last night, obviously a very big card, important card tonight in the NBA, Paulie. Pretty much the same thing. It's a very big card, a lot of big matchups. Celtics taking on the Heat. That number earlier in the show was two. There's no, there's no Jalen Brown. He's out for the rest of the year. That's a very big injury. I mean, he was Tatum's running mate the entire year. 25 points a game. Take that away from the team now, moving forward. I don't like how they're playing at all. Oh, there's no way. And this could go this could go sideways. I guess you could get the one or two games where let's rally around these guys and and no Brown. But it was they were hu- also humiliated in the last meeting, especially no defensive intensity in that game. And Miami got whatever they wanted. And it's a big game because you're trying to avoid the play-in. Um, and this is the same thing with Memphis and some other games. You have the, I don't want to be in the play-in, let's get the five or the six, or I want to get the seven or the eight with that safety net, knowing that if I'm in the seven or the eight, I'm uh-huh. okay. If I lose, I still get another shot at it, as opposed to being in the nine or ten. Uh, and then you have the win total ramifications of the Dallas game. Dallas has now s- still set themselves up. Where all I have to do is go three and one to go over the win total. Intriguing game tonight against Memphis. I want to track... Memphis and San Antonio here, especially if they need the games because they play because they both had those those long pauses. And why, even though Dallas only had like a one-game lead in the division, they were still $8 to win it was because of this. Schedule, difficult schedule, and San Antonio and Memphis have five games this week. So Memphis gets the hard-fought win last night, won but didn't cover, small dog at home against Dallas, Sack at home Thursday and Friday. Close with Golden State Sunday. San Antonio, easy win. 87 first half points against the Bucks. Shot 67% or whatever it was. At Brooklyn tomorrow, at the Knicks, close Saturday, Sunday against Phoenix. How does Pop treat it? What would they have left in the tank? And who knows, maybe they have, can't improve their seed. They just say, well, we're good with the 10 and, and we got it. And, and basically, uh, the Pelicans have no room for error now with mm-hmm. their loss in San Antonio's big win. Sure. But you're playing five games in a week. Woo! Something to monitor. A tall order. The Suns tonight lane five at the Warriors. I like them. Warriors, think, you yeah. like the Suns minus five? Yes. Back-to-back for Golden State. Suns a better team. Suns off a bad performance. No show against the Lakers. Can still get the one seed. And I think they want to go in here and, I, and lock up this division. And I know people say, well, I don't want to take on the Lakers. But I just, okay, the players don't think that way. The organization might about what do we want to do as far as matchups, but I also think it's too soon with four games left to say uh, let's avoid the Lakers at the seven. Who knows? Portland could lose tonight, and Phoenix plays Portland. Uh, yeah, and and Thursday. And by the way, they've been going for like the division the entire year. Yeah, they have not been like Exhibit A for the load management. Other teams have taken that mantle, right? And, and they've you know took off with it. Because if you lose but, games with your Phoenix, the Clippers could run the table and go four and zero. And I don't see the Sun suddenly going. Yeah, we're good. We're going to rest our guys now. Yeah. And we don't want the two seed. Chris Paul isn't going to say, well, I'm afraid of LeBron. No. Okay, I don't want it. No. NHL series prices, uh, which number two seed would be the biggest favorite, and how does he adjust his handicapping during the playoffs compared to the regular season? Andy McNeil next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. 
Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. John Rahm is the 7-1 favorite to win the AT&T Byron Nelson at the TPC Craig Ranch in McKinney, Texas. Bryson DeChambeau 8-1, Jordan Spieth 10-1, Daniel Berger 14-1, Dustin Johnson has withdrawn from the event. Winnipeg at $1.65, home ice favorite against Vancouver today, 5.5 under at Bell MTS Place. Boston minus 115 at Washington, minus 105, 6 under at Capital One Arena. Lakers have dropped 7 of 10 to fall the game and a half behind Portland for the final guaranteed playoff spot in the Western Conference. They're a five-and-a-half point home favorite today against the Knicks. VSIN gives you the tools to increase your sports betting IQ and make the most of every bet, including our 24-7 video coverage, odds and analysis for every game, our daily members-only best bets email, and in-depth coverage each week in Point Spread Weekly. Now's the time to sign up for your 10-day free trial, vsin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest VSIN odds at vsin.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Live today, OddsTrader.com studio, Circa Resort and Casino, OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You can find real-time bet tracking. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses all at the website, oddstrader.com. This is going to be a fun conversation. Andy McNeil, uh, hockey expert, joins the program now, always writing for Point Spread Weekly, pops in on uh, all of the shows here on the network. Andy, good morning uh, to you today. Good morning. How is everything in Canada? Uh, do you want the honest answer, or or, or, or do you want me to, to, to you know feed you some BS? You know, I, I, uh, I realized things aren't great here, but but everything's everything's good in this in my world. I realized as I was coming out of my mouth, eh, probably not the best question to ask right now. Certain people up in Canada. Okay, so yeah. let, let's 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 start with this and how big the game was last night between the Golden Knights and the Avalanche from this standpoint, oh. right? Because the yeah. Golden Knights went from potentially wrapping up the division and getting St. Louis in the first round. And now if they don't win the division, they're going to drop and play Minnesota in the 2-3 and just talk about the difference there between potentially playing, you know, the Blues compared to the Wild. Yeah, yeah, it's ugly. I, I've got it uh, looking uh, roughly at about a 24% swing. I mean, that, that's the, the, the big difference here is that the Minnesota Wild, um, you know, have, have owned the Vegas Golden Knights, um, for lack of a better term. They, they have you know, kind of made them, uh, you know, uh, into what, into the, the, or they have, they have played the type of games that they have wanted to play against the Vegas Golden Knights and dictated the pace all season long. And it's hard to see uh, that changing in a playoff series. I mean, Vegas is an elite team and Minnesota is, I believe, in a, in a tier below them. Um, but, but with this unique season that we've had here, we, we can't deny that the matchup uh, matters and there is an advantage here for the Minnesota Wild. So, um, if it were to be the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild, I would have the Vegas Golden Knights um, as, as a small favorite uh, at 56%, roughly minus 127. Uh, if they play the Vegas or the St. Louis Blues, though, sorry, uh, their, their series price would move to minus 400, in my opinion, because they've got about an 80% chance uh, of defeating the St. Louis Blues in a best of seven series. They've owned the Blues uh, pretty much outright this season. Um, and, and as far as the Avalanche go, 
who can win the division by winning both of their remaining games. Uh, the, the fate is in their hands now. The, the, the Golden Knights can't control anything. Um, but they, they've got a little less of a matchup advantage against the St. Louis Blues, so I've got them coming in around a 77% percent favorite, uh, which is a line of about minus 335. Um, the Wild, however, you know, they've, got a, a, they've, they've played the Wild a, a hell of a lot better than the Golden mm-hmm. Knights have. Uh, and, and, you know, they should beat the Wild roughly 66% of the time. I, I really can't, you know, overstate just how big of a matchup advantage the Wild have uh, against the Vegas Golden Knights. And it took me a season to realize it, but I, I'm not denying it anymore. How about the North? And the Jets have lost 9-10 now. Need one more point to face the Oilers. Smith's been great. Edmonton's playing great hockey. I, I'm on the Campbell train. See what you think of Campbell. But what, what do you make of the North? And, and those two, two matchups there, and all of a sudden the Jets can't win a game. Yeah, well, um, it, it's funny. You know, I, I've got an uncle that, that lives in Toronto, and he's a big Montreal Canadiens fan. Uh, and obviously he grew up in the 1970s uh, in the, the heyday of the, 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 the Montreal Canadiens. Um, and, and when when we talked about rivalries uh, as a kid, he would always say, oh, Toronto and Montreal, they say it's a rivalry. Uh, but, but you know, both teams have to win sometimes for it to be a rivalry. Uh, that was the arrogance uh, of a Montreal Canadiens fan, uh, you know, comparing themselves to a Maple Leafs fan for years. And uh, I, I, I find it hard to, to see the, the Canadians hanging with the Leafs. I think, um, you know, they can maybe hang with them as far as the, the territorial advantage, uh, as far as shots for, shots against. But the Leafs just have so many uh, dangerous scorers and so many... Um, so, so much talent up front, and they, they just get the better of the, the shots and the chances. Um, you know, they generate far more expected goals uh, on a per 60-minute basis, and they've, they've owned the Canadians this season. The matchup uh, hasn't really been close. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard to see Montreal winning. They'll do so roughly 27% of the time. Uh, I've got the Leafs winning this thing 73% of the time, which brings them in at a series price of minus 270. Okay. And uh, okay. in... In, in Winnipeg and Edmonton, uh, I really like the Oilers here. Once again, another big matchup advantage. Uh, in, in only two out of the, the seven games, uh, the Jets came away with a positive expected goal differential, which you know matches up pretty nicely with their 2-7 their and seven record against the Oilers. Um, I, I've got the Oilers coming out of this one 62% of the time. Now, it's hard to, you know, we've, we've got to factor in, uh, we talked about how um, the Jets have been slumping, but we've got to factor in the fact that they don't have Nikolai Ehlers, and he's a huge part of this team, and, and he's going to presumably be back into the lineup in time for the playoffs. Uh, so that should give them a boost. But, you know, even even when accounting for that, I've got the Oilers winning this series roughly 62% of the time. The East is set. Game one, Saturday night. Can't wait. Boston and Washington. The Taylor Hall goal was fantastic. Oh, man, was that good? What a goal oh, yeah. in overtime. Great acquisition there. I think you'll, people will be surprised what you think of the Boston-Washington series. And what do you make... Pittsburgh and the Islanders, and the Islanders, uh, excuse me, Pittsburgh, number one in the league in home wins, so good at home, but what do they do in goal? Who do you trust in goal? Great story, but what do you think of, of those two matchups? Well, well, let me just start quickly with the, the, the Islanders and the Penguins. Um, I've, I've got this one uh, as a pretty close matchup with the Penguins winning it roughly 54% of the time, and, and admittedly, I, I expected to have the Islanders maybe as a small favorite um, heading into this, but when I came out of it, when I dug into things a little deeper, I uh, just couldn't uh, dismiss the fact that the Penguins have been playing much better hockey mm-hmm. uh, since the trade deadline. 
Um, but there is the fact that they, they played a lot of weak teams. Most of their games came against the Flyers, the Sabres, the Devils. Uh, so, so there is that aspect of it. Um, but yeah, the Islanders have just been on a slide at the wrong time. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they haven't played very well uh, on the surface versus the Penguins. Um, but the matchup has been closer uh, than I think the the, the, the head-to-head record uh, would suggest. So that's why I've got this one coming in uh, pretty closely. I think they've got the edge in goaltending, but uh, the, the talent of Pittsburgh will win out more often than not. Yeah. Um, as far as the Boston Bruins and the Washington Capitals, uh, I would say that today's matchup is going to be a bit of a preview, um, but I would suspect that you know most of the, the, the important players will be resting on both teams. Uh, probably going to be a pretty physical affair as a, uh, as both squads try to get out and get a head start on the, the, the cumulative uh, uh, aspect of the physical play over the course of a seven-game series. I mean, they're getting an extra game here to, to beat their opponent down. Um, so so I think that's something to, to look for tonight. Um, but no, the, the Bruins have just been playing their best hockey of the season. Um, and and it, it, what was always going to be the case with this team, because they came into the season, uh, as an elite team, as you know, one projected to be a Stanley Cup contender, uh, when when their season was kind of falling apart, there it, it was only going to take a, um, you know a, a little bit of a shot in the arm, a Taylor Hall, uh, so to speak, uh, to, to get them going again. Uh, and they're going, and they're, they're you know they're playing some of their best hockey right now. Uh, they've played really well against the Washington Capitals this season. Um, and, and you know it's a very fluid price, but you have to wonder how healthy the Capitals are. I know they've. You know, had some time off here with the rest, some of their players, but um, not only have Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Backstrom, Carlson all missed time, but Oshi went down uh, in a recent game. Wilson uh, has been banged up in multiple games. You know, it, it's going to be something to monitor uh, as this series uh, gets started. You know, can the can the Capitals hang with the Bruins right now? Because if they're if they're hurting, it might be tough. But uh, I've got the Bruins winning this one sixty four percent of the time, mm. a series price of uh, minus one seventy eight. I, th- I thought seventy eight on the Bruins. wow wow that's, yeah that's incredible. I thought this was too short. I think you agree. Now I, I would throw out the last two meetings because they didn't have much to play for. <laughs> and Nashville, well, and Nashville needed, but Carolina two forty at DraftKings. You make it higher because Carolina did take it to them in the and when they beat them five in a row against Nashville. And I, I think Tampa, Florida is fascinating. What say you? Yeah, I mean. Uh... Confidence is is a scary thing in the NHL playoffs, and it definitely worries me with Nashville uh, coming in with a ton of it now, and then you know, kind of uh, getting things right against the Hurricanes. But like you said, um, it, it, they're kind of throwaway games. Um, the first one, obviously, the Preds had a lot more to play for, um, but the Carolina Hurricanes did say they were going to ramp it up, and it was kind of uh, uh, you know coincidental that that they fell apart just as Jacob Slavin was injured and didn't play the remainder of that game. Um, so uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see you know what 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 we see here, but um, I'm going not going to d- dismiss what I've seen this season, and that's that the National Predators are a mediocre team. Yep. They're riding a really hot goaltender. Um, if Soros had not got off to a rough start, he would be in the he would be very much in the Vesna conversation right now. Um, but uh, you know it's 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 a top ten team in 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 pretty much every category. Uh, a top three team, maybe the best team in a lot of categories, the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, against a, a National Predators team that's that's just not that good. I mean, they, they're uh, uh, middling to below average in in just about everything you look at, uh, except for goals goals scored uh, or goals saved and uh, and and um, and a goal saved above average. Sorry, uh, it's uh, it's it's 
incredible what Staros is doing, and and he he, he can possibly do it over the course of a, a seven game season. I mean, or seven game series. Uh, the Dallas Stars did it last year with a, with a mediocre team and mm-hmm. and rode a hot goalie all the way to the Stanley Cup. Uh, the Predators can do it this year as well, but uh, it's going to be tough against this Hurricanes team. Um, but uh, definitely some some injuries to monitor, and that's uh, something to to look for with with Slavin uh, being hurt. He's not as big of a household name as Dougie Hamilton, but he's just as important to the team, arguably. Excuse me. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's 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 hard to see that uh, that uh, the Carolina Hurricanes not winning this thing. Um, you know, roughly seventy three percent of the time, I've got it at minus two seventy. It would have been much higher than that uh, had. had um, the 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 predators not continued their winning ways and and um, but it's uh, it's hmm. it's a bit of smoke and mirrors here for sure with the predators. I don't think they've played that well I to agree. justify everything that uh, that's come into the hype. Yep. How do you last thing for you? How do you adjust your betting, your handicapping, all of this in the playoffs compared to the regular season? Well, it's um, you know the regular season typically there's. You know, over 1,200 games, almost 900 this year. That's a lot of hockey. Hard to watch that much hockey every single night, day in, day out. Hard to catch everything. Uh, the playoffs, though, I mean, you know, you've, you've got maybe four games a night. Uh, it, it's pretty easy to watch everything and, and, and you know, take in as much uh, tape, so to speak, as you can. Uh, and I think that, that that's a big thing here. And over the last couple of years, I've, I've drifted a little bit away from, you know, my, my strict numbers-based approach when it comes to the playoffs. And I, I've definitely, uh, um, you know, taken uh, to taking a more qualitative approach um, as far as watching and learning. And, and you know, it, it, the, the, the playoffs are fast and fluid, just like the NHL. And, and sometimes um, a team has it or they don't have it, and you have to recognize that quickly. So that's the, the, the one thing that I've definitely changed over the last few years as far as uh, the difference between regular season handicapping and playoff handicapping. Very good. You do a great job writing for uh, Point Spread Weekly, coming on all the shows on the network as well. You can follow Andy on Twitter. He is at Digital Gambler. Thanks for the time today. We'll catch up uh, during the playoffs, obviously. For sure, guys. Good luck, and uh, let's see what uh, prices we get here as, yeah. as uh, some of these, these shops open up. No doubt. Thank you. Yeah, be good. Anything stick out to you? Like if you see a price <clears throat> in that neighborhood that he made it? Carolina, 240. He makes it 270. All right, it should be higher. Yeah. I'm not <clears throat> concerned that they lost the last two games there. Uh, right, Nashville's absolutely fugazi. When they went against good teams, they did not play well, and Carolina beat them six in a row prior to the last two meetings. Surprise what he makes Boston, although the Hall acquisition's big. Do you tr- who do you trust in goal for Washington? And really hard to make a case for the Jets against the Oilers. The way they're, they've lost nine to ten. And he makes... Uh, the Oilers have been great. And, he makes and Mar- about a buck 63 in that series. And Mike Smith, I, I, I disagree with Palm on this. I will, I will go with Toronto and Campbell over Edmonton and Smith. I have to see. He wants to see it out of Campbell. I want to see it out of Smith. But I would love to see Toronto against Edmonton for the right to go to the Final Four. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be amazing. Great. But how things have changed there. That breakdown on the Golden Knights and the ramifications of that oh, loss. Oh, my God. Number one, I knew it was a jinx when they threw it up last night watching the game. They're like 32-2 and two this year when they score first. They scored first and lost. Of course, yeah. There you go. Right. So they were... They were 390 yesterday to win the division. Now Colorado's 215. Yep. And, and for, they, they, they took it to them. They dominated the first period. I don't care about they only had 15 skaters. They kicked their ass in the first period. Grubauer was amazing, and it was all came down to Tuck. Tuck missed a wide-open net on, on a 2-0, 2-0 break. Should have been 2-0. 
they lose 2-1. So for those of you tuning in just now, here's what Andy told us <clears throat> regarding that division. If the Knights would have won last night to take the division and wrapped up a first-round series against St. Louis, he would have made that number about minus $4 for the Golden Knights. If they don't win the division and they get the two and they play Minnesota, he makes the Golden Knights about $1.27. Think about the difference there. Yep. Gives him about a 56% chance to win against the Wild and 80% chance against the Blues. That's why the game was so huge last night. And now the Avalanche, they finish off with two games against the Kings. And I like that he pointed that out, by the way. So Colorado, they obviously, they play well against, well, anybody because they're so good. But they play well against St. Louis and against Minnesota. They actually play better against Minnesota mm -hmm. than the Golden Knights. Much better, in fact. But the Golden Knights play much better against the Blues. Well, they own them. Yeah, right. They killed them this year. Killed huge. Them. Yeah. Everything about last night was huge. Is there a Stanley Cup hangover with Tampa? Can you make the case for Florida? Well, they've also had a lot of injuries, though, too. You can. Why can't you make the case for Florida? Yeah. They've, they've they keep played doing. Tampa keep... exceedingly well this year. Everyone says, yeah, not that good. Now, well, here they go, second place, and they get home ice, and they took them out no problem last night. I mean, they this again, people were expecting this team to fade back when it was like around the 30-point mark, and it never happened. I, I, I will disagree. I would I would lay a good price with the, with the Penguins. I do not like how the Islanders have played. Now, good point about the schedule down the stretch, but for Pittsburgh... Pittsburgh beat a lot of bad teams, how the schedule worked out. But they are so good at home. Best hope, most wins in the league at home. I think the Penguins take out the Islanders. I'm with Tom, by the way, at Edmonton. I, I bet him 30-1. to 1. Bet him to win the whole thing. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Bad beats, line moves from last night, and win some, lose some. Coming up next. Days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader, with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds, boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, a $250 match bonus, fast payouts. Bet Rivers, your hometown book, not valid in Iowa, but good in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play sugarhouse.com in Jersey. Time for win lose. Rough night. Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel? Oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them. Follow the Money Looks Back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In Win Some, Lose Some. Let the education commence. And to quickly continue with the discussion on scoring first, it's Vegas, Colorado. Now, Edmonton's number two. Vegas, Edmonton, Tampa, and Colorado. Best records when scoring first. The league average is 73%. Score first, win the game. Okay. Like Edmonton's 23 and 2. Vegas was 32 and 2. Wow. It's crazy. That's something we can revisit with the playoffs. Bad beats, Blackhawks. Come on. 2 nothing a minute in. But 4 2 with 10 minutes left. They lost in overtime to Dallas. Ridiculous. Bad for the books. Pacers, 6 up to 9.5. Cleveland, shame on you, Cleveland. They fouled 
down seven with 10 seconds. Isn't that something? Like, they've been tapping out on the season. Yep. And multiple seasons now for a long time. And when they never had LeBron, they did the same thing. But now, this yep. year, all of a sudden, losing games at an alarming rate again. League won't, doesn't care. But for that one individual game, now nah, let's not give up. They've had two different. Sure, you got it. They've guys. had two different ten-game ATS losing streaks. From what I understand, my yes. God, Panthers one sixteen up to one forty, carved out Tampa. Colorado one hundred five up to one twenty five, one two one. Bruins one fifty up to one sixty five. They beat the Islanders. Incredible goal in overtime by Hall. At Polly does Vegas on Instagram. There's two types of dogs. This guy's just drinking out of the pool, right? And the other guy is just—he can do the same thing, but he's trying. A good observation by you. Or he's just he's trying to drink out of the hose when he can just look in the pool. And the guy said, what are you doing? What are you doing, buddy? What gives? And I can't wait for this. Who knows what this costs, but we, I, I'm in. Number one, do the girls come with it? But this is going to be the win field club level for the Raider home games at Allegiant Field. Look at that setup. You're right there in the end zone in a booth like you're in a nightclub. Get the bottle service, the champagne, huh? What do you I mean, think one booth costs? Oh, God. Well, the one guy's like, oh, I'll, I'll pay four or 5000 for that. And opposed to, you think that's five grand? Yeah, the one person said, I'd much rather pay 5000 for this than go to a nightclub. It's got to be a well, person. Well, yeah, so would I. But well, yeah, when, the no numbers, when the number is 50000 then what do you do? Who knows what? i got to see a price on that. Look at that setup. Oh. And, and by the way, does it include drinks? Or do you have to buy drinks right, on good top call. of it? Here he is. This is Edward, this creep. Starbucks Edward speaks out after his crazy order goes viral. And he got the the guy, the 22-year-old barista who tweeted it out, got fired. But he's, uh, he, no shame. No shame in his game. With his uh, Vente Caramel Crunch Frappe, five bananas, seven pumps of syrup, extra whip, 14 items on there. And then it got other people sharing stuff, too, about, I mean, the one guy, the one guy had over 20 items listed on his coffee about what he wants. He gets it. I'll do it again. I just ordered the same thing. It was fourteen dollars. Just thirty-one years. Look at the one on the right. Look how many items are on that. Look at the other one. Can you even count how many? This has got to be like twenty-five items of what he wants in his coffee. Just... Like honestly, that's it's shameful. But that's the I guess. Is it ironic? Probably not. Because really, nothing's ironic. But they have no shame whatsoever. I don't know how you do that as a human being. How does one? How do you treat another person like that? Well, that's your job. See, who, who, who walks up and says, "Give me twenty-five things in my coffee," and I, they and they don't care how many people are behind them in line either. Other way, don't They don't care. Doesn't same, matter. This is bozo. this is my time right now. Same bozo at the bank. I'm in line. Okay, I get what I want. Yep. I don't care about anybody else. Never have anybody else. There's no regard for human life ever. Some people are simply alive. It's illegal to kill them. Let's go to Dallas. We got Christmas lights May 10th outside. By the way, a, with a wreath. I, we're getting told that uh, Andy, Andy McNeil was trolling us. I don't know. How did we miss that? I never even saw the Christmas uh, light hanging. I, uh, that's acceptable, though. We used to do that in college. We keep it up in the dorms. Uh, we'll have to ask, ask Andy if he was trolling us. He had the lights up. You can have you can have a, a little light up there on the side of the wall. You can't have a tree up in, in May. Did you see it? Yeah, they, Matt the pointed out. Matt pointed. I out. never even saw it. I mean, yeah. Ask him. Ask him. Was it deliberate? Ask him, ask him we did it on purpose. But it, I, I'll allow that, what man, what uh, Andy had. Oh, I'm coming to get him. <laughs> but you can the wreath and then the stuff on the tree and then blow up Santa's. Yeah. And, no, it, you can just have, we used to do that in college. Freshman and sophomore year, we still kept the lights up on the wall. 
Ask him was it on, was it on a, purpose? I think it was a troll job. I you think, think Andy, so? I think I've never met him in person. He's a good dude. I think that's who he kind of is. Yeah. I never know. I don't think he's ever had. Is he ever? I don't. I don't recall Christmas lights until this appearance. Huh? He's off the show. He's banned. <laughs> no more, Andy. Screw you. Bah humbug. In pocket plays next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. All right, you are on. Here we go. In pocket place. Last night, loser Golden Knights. Bet them early in the day. Boy, that number flipped after we found out all the news. Dollar uh, eight, no good. That's a loser. Some of the NBA bets that came in from uh, uh, you know around the beginning of the season: Timberwolves win total under 20 and a half. That's a winner. They have 21 as of right now. Uh, I noticed this with the Jazz right away. Not that they're going to be this good, but I, they were a dollar 25 when they were hot mm. to win the Northwest. That's a how hot. Remember they started 0 and 2. They, at they, home. they were not on. They were not quite on that re- okay. ridiculous streak yet. But it wasn't, you know long after they started it. So, Raptors not to make the playoffs. Winner, minus 106. And I have some other NBA stuff pending today. I You can shop around here, right? Uh, Ian, who lives in the Midwest, told me that he found a four and a half on this game. I don't have that. I don't think it's readily available. But you can find fours. Uh, Marlins, D-backs, Lopez, Bumgarner. First five under four. It's minus 115. I'm on that today. There's a bunch of other baseball. We'll talk about the card coming up in about 10 minutes that I like. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Bad beat with the Blackhawks. Two-goal lead with nine minutes. Couldn't get it done. Damn. Uh, stuff that was pending and stuff that was old. Be going back. Uh, Mavs to win the division. That's a winner. 175. Took a flyer on the Nuggets. They were four back at the time. Five back. 27-1 to win the Northwest. That's a loser. And uh, I'll take the, I'll come back with the Giants one day game, thirteen and four at home. Number one ROI. Lyles has been a gas can. Webb a dollar forty, forty five. Okay, I'll take the Giants in one baseball game. And then we, it was funny, both at the same time. Couldn't find them. We we're looking for means number two in ROI, four and all with a one three seven, fifty strikeouts, .67 WHIP. Coming off the no no now. See, I would look at that game as well, but. It looks like six and a half is the most common number. Last night on the overnight, it was seven. You can still find a seven the way it looks. Maybe a couple of sevens in that game. <clears throat> I, I like that under if you can find a seven. I would like the first five under if you can find a four, which I don't think you can. But if that was, you know, because I don't think this guy's going to be affected tonight. And by the way, mm-hmm. mark the tape. Because watch means go out and give up six earned runs in, in, in two, two innings tonight. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think coming off the no-hitter, I don't think this guy's going to be affected tonight. Uh, hitter's ballpark. Um, and I think Stro- Stroman's off to, what, his ERA is 2.1? And the Mets bullpen is one of the best in baseball. I just think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. We this, saw that with the Orioles and Red Sox again is, yesterday. This is so intriguing with the scenarios and playoff jockeying and seeding with the NBA. The five, the six, the, the, the seven, eight, avoid, avoid the nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to see the Lakers in the two, seven, if that's going to happen? 
two teams have five games this week. Uh, Atlanta has the tiebreaker over Miami. The Clippers have the tiebreaker over Phoenix. That's also pending. We gave out the Suns 16-1. to Their magic number's two. Big game tonight against Golden State for both teams. Mm-hmm. How does Phoenix treat it? Could still get the one. Golden State getting that seven or eight. Uh, Portland is guaranteed the six if they go two and one. Even if they win one game, the Lakers have to sweep, which could happen. Portland's won eight of nine now. What a first quarter. A 50-point first quarter with 12 threes. They're at Utah. They're at Phoenix. They host Denver. That's the other great part. All these teams play each other. Dallas, big one tonight. Open up a short favorite against Memphis on a back-to-back. Memphis, one of those teams with five games this week. How does Memphis treat it? And Dallas would like to get I would in the four or five and take on Denver, and it is enormous for our win total bet mm-hmm. as they have to go three and one to close. And and it, it pretty much does it for the Pelicans, too. No room for error now. And you don't have Zion and Ingram. Sure, of course. And Santa, huge, huge night. San Antonio routes Milwaukee, and, and the Pelicans lose to Memphis. What do you think is coming out of the West? And I ask you that because I was shopping oh. around yesterday. I was looking at uh, you know conference futures and NBA title futures. Here at Circa, the Lakers to win the title were plus 50, 555. The Westgate was actually the highest I found at 6-1. to one. They lowered them after the like LeBron stuff came out yesterday to five to one now to win the title, and I was going back and forth in my in my head. I'm like, man, he just it, like he's going to come back. It's like his one. In, I know it's a high ankle sprain, and he's been talking about it. He's, he's never going to be the same guy again. I don't, I don't know. Le, Le, LeBron's Superman. Well, I want to see what the the, the 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 schedule's huge. The seating I think is huge. Who do you have to go through? Are you playing Golden State in a play-in? Then the Suns, then the Clippers. I mean, what's the path there? That's enormous. Because the thing that got the Clippers last year could get the Lakers this year, and who knows, even the Nets. Just not enough time together on the floor in chemistry. Mm-hmm. That's what got the Clippers. I mean, these guys yeah. never were together on the floor with the Clippers last year. And certainly they, they vomited on themselves, too, and blew a 3-1 series lead. But And that's what I'm anxious to see with the Nets. And that's why I do not understand for the life of me, and it infuriates me to no end, that they are punting on one and twos in home court. I mean, you want to talk about taking on Atlanta or the Knicks as opposed to Milwaukee? Another example. Or they here? I mean, Milwaukee and the Nets don't even want the two seed. No, we saw it again last night with the Bucks. I mean, they they played guys, right? But how do you, how does that happen? You gave up eighty seven at halftime to the Spurs. And who knows what things are going to look like uh-huh. when when we're talking about second round or conference finals? Right. Will you have twelve thousand in the building? I don't know. You might have ten. I mean, would you want a game seven at home? Seems pretty important to me. As you're losing the bad teams left and right. I don't want to lose two in a row to start the month. Let's go. I don't like your chances. Nine of hearts. This is unbelievable. Back to Another back. Another ace. Back to back days. Come on. Two in a row. How about that? That's. Here we go with this now. Behind the eight ball to start the month. Unbelievable. It's Preakness time and first bet's the place to start your betting action. Analysis and wager on every race. First bet's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. All brought to you by ExpressBet. To get you ready for Preakness, First Bet has given you $20 in free bets for all news users who sign up through May 15th. The promo code is Vegas20. Everyone who redeems this $20 free bet offer will see full access to the VEASAN subscription products for free from now through the Belmont. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. Promo code Vegas20. Here's what Andy was saying about the Carolina-Nashville series. 
uh, as we go back talking hockey here for a second, uh, the underlying numbers are pretty much the same as they have been uh, last month or so, scoring goals, saving at an insane rate, but not much else has changed other than that. Uh, shooting, saving, very good. Doesn't think it's going to be sustainable. And that's why he made that Panthers price minus 270. No, not Panthers. Predators. Predators. No, no, I'm sorry. Yes. Carolina, big favorite. Yeah. Beat Hur- six yes. in a row before the last Hurricanes game. against the Predators. Made well, the other thing, too, this is my big takeaway. They beat them six in a row. A lot of the games weren't close. Carolina has the second best power play. Nashville has the third worst PK. We're they go to the box. Yep. Ugly. Today's huge baseball card next. Are you ready? Download the PointsBet app today. Sign up using the promo code VSIN2K to get two risk-free bets to $2,000. And when you bet with PointsBet, you get faster bets, withdrawals, and rewards right at your fingertips. Download the PointsBet app today to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. So, are you ready? Terms and conditions apply. Void or prohibited. Must be 21-plus gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Also, go to PointsBet. Check out the name of bet options and request a few of your own. Today's Major League Baseball card. It's a good game. I mean, the Cubs sticks have been really good since the middle of April. Can I jump in? Uh, yeah, okay. We had a disagreement during the you break. You normally don't ask, but... No. <laughs> That's fair. Good line. The uh, You think this is hard to find, to, to score first in hockey, record-wise. I think this is very important. Because as well, I, see, I mean, yes, to yeah. answer the question, I think it is difficult okay. to find, but, but this, I, I could the, be wrong on that. The, the league average, they put up 73% on the season last night, and VGK is 33-2, and Edmonton's 23-2-1, the Islanders are 23-2-2, Tampa's 24-4-1, Colorado also very good. If you want to use this come playoff time, and huh. it, it didn't work out last night for the Knights, but they were shorthanded and it certainly dominated, but Grubar was fantastic. That's something to look forward to maybe in the playoffs here. That, that's a, that's a interesting numbers, though. I mean, these teams have been unbelievable when they score first and win games this season. Good observation. By the way, Grubauer is still alive to win the Vezina. Of course he is. Yes. I mean, he's right there with all the numbers. Right. And if they pull this off and come back and win the division, and he is, uh, you know, treme- he was great last night. If he's tremendous against the mm-hmm. Kings and they win this thing, yep. he can win it. Yep. That'd be a nice ticket to cash. Mm-hmm. That got as high as $1. thirty last night, huh? Wow. Jeez. Well, he had McKinnon back. Yeah. Leonard played. Well, we thought he would. And the news that... It was, well, actually, we didn't think he would because that was a good point they made on the broadcast. He did go back-to-back with Flurry earlier when they played Colorado. That's right. That's right. But this was the biggest game of the season. I thought there was a chance he played Flurry. But certainly, it wasn't on Leonard. But, I mean, what were the shots on goal were 29-13 to 13 at the end of the second period. And they lost the game. Wow. Grubar was so good, and, and then Tuck blows the empty net. Wide open net would have put him up two nothing. Hell of a game. Mm. Tough yeah, it really one, was the, the ramifications of that loss though, and now the door the door is wide open for Colorado to win this division and steal it. 
So here are uh, Bieber's numbers on the year. 48 innings pitched so far. His ERA is sub-3. His FIP is 2.58. Ks per 9, 14.34. His BABIP is actually above league average at 310. And we had a buddy of ours who tracks all this stuff who said there's actually a bunch of guys in the first five whose numbers are better than Bieber's, believe it or not. Um, but tonight, mm-hmm. I saw as high as $1.90, I believe, at one spot now. Did that number really move that much today? In the game, oh, I believe it. Okay. Yeah, I believe it. With who he's going against? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I see a dollar ninety at one spot. Jump around if you want want the innings. I see it's as low as a dollar seventy five. Uh, we talked about this Orioles Mets game. Another really good pitching matchup. Means versus Stroman. Look at look at Means' numbers again. Forty six innings, a one three seven ERA, a sub three FIP. So the FIP, you know, higher than the ERA, much true, truer number, but still very respectable. Almost 10 Ks per nine. Here's where the numbers are really, you know, skewed. The BABIP is 158. That is it. Batting average of balls in play, 158. That'll change. Yep. That'll go up. Yep. And Stroman's been very good for the Mets so far this year as well. And that's a prop bet from Doug, who likes Stroman over. His K prop. Yep. What Doug gave out earlier. But we'll see. You know, I like to bet against guys off the no-no. Uh, but the, the, his numbers, what means has done this year. Incredible. And a good divisional race, as we thought would happen with the NL East. I still can't believe that you can find the Braves plus eighty to win the division. Mm-hmm. And now DeGrom on the IL. Um, and then there's this other thing about, well, the Dodgers are going to start to take off here and get hot. And here comes a nine-game homestand. Well, you, they're 5-15 and 15 in their last 20, and you're down 20 units. Mm-hmm. So, And Bueller comes out fifty against the Mariners. They are playing bad teams here, or average teams, teams they should beat. But it's just this is unacceptable. And what's going on? The, now, the flip side, what the Giants are doing, the one-day game, Lyles is number three in ROI with an ERA of seven, mind you. But the Giants are 13-4 and four at home, got it done again yesterday, and these streaks continue with these hot pitchers. Glass now said one bad inning. You'll get to Lopez in a second. Gibson, one bad inning. Sensational again. No run support. That's 1-1 late. Giants push a few cross late in the game, and they win 3-1. But, you know, how are the Giants continuing to do this? They had this sick underrun first five. Then now it's an eleven and two overrun mm-hmm. in the first five. Some great first five numbers. Toronto first five over nine one and two last twelve. Houston seven of the last eight have gone over first five. Colorado, if they play today, fourteen of the last fifteen have gone over first five. And the one here, if you want to look for instant gratification, this yes no first inning or the score first Phillies. Scored first in 18 of their last 23. And the Pirates, the yes is 23 and 11. A run in the first inning in the the season. Right. And I'll tell you, the Reds have had the Pirates number going back. Now the Pirates are starting to, now, you know, it was a great story early on. Now they've lost seven to nine. And now they just got, they got their brains beat in yesterday. So now the Pirates are are scuffling right now. They're looking like a last place team. Okay. Some other numbers here Yankees at the Rays today. This is Montgomery against Patino. Yankees are laying a dollar twenty-eight in that range. You can find about a dollar twenty on the take back for the Rays. Very small sample size, but in fifty-one plate appearances, the Rays have five home runs off Montgomery. And this organization, we talk about it with the Cardinals all the time. Rays are just—they're good, man. They're solid again this year overall. And the thing is, they have so many injuries to their relievers, and they're actually like in the mix still. That'll credit because <clears throat> their bullpen for mm-hmm. years has been so good. And they lost a lot of big names that they've been out for a long time, and they just, 
continue to win, continue to linger. I don't mind the Rays today. I think they can beat the Yankees. And uh, I like the White Sox. I think they're a little bit cheap against the Twins. Right now, looking at uh, you know dollar yep. fifteen in that neighborhood, Maeda has been terrible, and Cease has been. Look at Cease in thirty innings. The ERA, the FIP, are two three seven and two eight zero respectively. Almost twelve Ks per nine. The walks are high. That that'll get get them. And the BABIP is about league average. Doesn't give up a lot of home runs. And put it this way: of the starting pitchers going today, there are fifteen games, so thirty starting pitchers. Obviously, o- only Jordan Lyles has a worse WAR <laughs> than Maeda. Oh, and his ERA is 5.02. The FIP is higher than that. That's why this, that hold the Grom discussion and, and win-loss is so ridiculous. You look oh, like yeah. a damn buffoon. Lyles has an ERA of seven. Yep. But you see where he at? He's top three in ROI because of run support. And that, uh, it's a team stat, not a... Of course. I mean, what? so DeGrom's, what, three and two with a .68? This guy's got an ERA of seven. Mm-hmm. And they have a winning record when he's on the mound. Yeah, and you're making I mean, more money betting on him than DeGrom. Yes. Which right, is crazy. Right. What do you want to do with McCullers? Now, I'll tell you, Otani, all this talk about Otani, the walks are out of control. They're insane, man. Can't be walking the ballpark, putting ducks on the pond. He keeps doing it. I mean, so he, he averages, well, the Ks per nine are high, 14.46. I mean, that's just pretty much as high as anybody in baseball. His walks per nine are nine plus. Last time out, well, he five innings, six walks, and somehow he managed to get out of it like every single time. Guys are on base. Okay, well, then he'll strike out two guys and get out of the inning somehow. That part will not continue. But I know that uh, Derek Carty said that his numbers right now tell you he's, he's a top 20 pitcher in Major League Baseball. If he continues to walk the ballpark, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. going to get blown up. Yep. But if he also, if he dials down on how erratic he can be, then he could be magnificent. But he's he's must-watch television. I mean, when he's at the plate, and then when he's on the mound, he's actually throwing the second most pitches over 100 miles an hour behind DeGrom so far this year. Yeah. And the storyline, like if he, if he does it all year long, he's probably going to win the MVP. Anything else before we do Oh, a- there was a good prop that I was told about last night. Okay. This is available at Legal Sportsbooks. Who wins the American League MVP? Trout and Otani versus the field. Really? Yeah. That's good. That's a great prop idea. All right. And I think it was a buck fifteen each way. And I would uh I, I know you you want to watch our show because you don't have to deal with the garbage and the hot take stuff and the other business. But I I cannot believe you said it earlier and you're exactly right. This Tim Tebow story is a 30, not, it's not even 30 seconds. If the greatest coach in the history of football couldn't get anything out of him, what do you think Urban Meyer's going to get out of him? Oh, he hasn't been in the league in eight years and always oh, going to try to play tight end and he sucked as a quarterback. Yeah. And now he's going to try to play tight end. I mean, to think that this T- Tim Tebow story deserves more than two seconds about, oh my God, what all this is is tied into religion. And who it is about, oh, divine intervention, and somehow they were winning games, and he was throwing for 30 yards, and we were running a Mickey Mouse offense, and they were winning games 17 to 10, and Tebow would get all the credit So when he would throw for 30 yards. Of course. Or it was so silly. I mean, but this is this is absolutely ridiculous that it's – the guy hasn't been in the league. He hasn't done a, a damn thing in eight years, and now he's going to try a different position. And you think, what do you think Pitts would mean? The guy, as Dettelier said, the highest-rated tight end he's ever had other than Tony Gonzalez. What do you think he would mean to the number – or the point spreader. His prop is 750 yards. Yeah. And you think this guy's going to come in and make some kind of a difference playing a different and a position. Factor. And be a factor. And he does, uh, it's, it's astonishing so here's what's the, happened to this business. So to pull back the curtain a little bit here, in the studio where we're at right now, we have like eight TVs that we're looking at. Four of them are on, and we have like different stuff on. 
right here we have the best sports book in the world, right? Right behind us. And they have different programming on, like every single, you know, different networks, whatever. Since we've been on the air today, during breaks, whatever, I look up at least one network is talking Tim Tebow. What's the point? You are just, it's a, comp I don't know. There's, a, there's a good chance Urban Meyer is a disaster in Jacksonville. Yes, there is. Remember the strength coach from Iowa that he hired? Yeah, that's right. How'd that go? Yeah, right. How good of an idea was that? That lasted 24 hours. Well, we've edited. we've edited it, Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. We good. Right. Well, remember his press conference at Ohio State, all that ended too? I mean, this guy, you, you can't. For sure. I'm right, you're wrong. You're not going to tell me anything. Remember his little apology thing you read too? Wasn't as bad as Shockey when he did that one on the Howard Stern show at the. Uh, but he's, yeah. Urban Myers like I didn't even want to be there. It's like I, he realized what you did. Here's the thing: if he actually makes the team, like I, I promise you, with like fantasy and stuff like that, huh. Tim Tebow will be getting drafted in fantasy league. Like that will happen this year. And his stat line for the season will be seven catches for 13 yards. You would think he's Pitts with the attention. Of course, he's better than Pitts. Look who Jacksonville just got. Totally absurd. Oh God.